1: Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande.
2: Welcome to another edition of WCBA powered by Evergy. We got a great show in store for you today. Great folks from Lamp House. E?
0: Lamp House. Do you know that uh, song, Conan, uh, called Flashlight? Uh, Flashlight. I I think of that when I think of the name of your company. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Lamp House. I don't know why. Um, But
3: (laughs) I'll take it.
0: We have a great segment for us today. We have Mr. Conan Fugit, and he is here with Lamp House Photo Booth. Conan, tell us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about your company.
3: Uh, Well, I'm the owner of Lamp House Photo. we're a photo booth rental uh, company for, you know, events, weddings, corporate parties. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've done all kinds of parties, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's kind of it in a nutshell.
0: Fantastic. How long have you been in business?
3: We had our first events in 2013, so <laughs> more, more than I think it is anyway.
0: Since 2013, you've been bringing in, or creating photo experiences. Yeah, so, exactly.
3: <laughs> and like so that.
0: it's you and who? Uh,
3: my wife, Catherine. Okay. Um, and then we've got uh, a few part-time seasonal employees. Uh, had several more employees before the pandemic began, but mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're sticking through it.
0: And tell us a little bit, maybe something that people wouldn't know about your company.
3: I, th- I think what a lot of people don't, remember is how we actually started, which, uh, we had a vintage camper that we converted into a studio and darkroom. And a a lot of people might know our, uh, current photo booth that's in a vintage camper, which is actually smaller than the one we started in. But, uh, yeah, we started by actually taking photos with a large format camera and hand developing them in the world's tiniest darkroom. And, uh, you know, going around and parking on the street and doing portraits for ten dollars. So
0: that's Whoa. sweet. <laughs> that's a pretty dope story. Yeah, uh, it was
3: it was fun, but um, we we had a conversation at one point, and uh, we said, "Well, do you want to have an art project or do you want to have a business?" And uh, so we said, "Well, the demand's for a digital photo booth, so we should put one of those in here and see what happens." and Kind of took off from there.
0: So no more by hand developing photos in the dark room at the no,
2: camper. I <laughs> act like you're that old. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> just, you don't saying, know what a dark room.
0: I, no. When in <laughs> middle school, you know, you have to take all these exploratory classes. Exactly. And that yeah. was one of them. And I remember going to the dark room.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it was, uh, you know, it was nice to do everything by hand again. Because, you know, I had done that in high school. And, uh, well, you know, there, there's more to that story. In, in terms of how we started, because we said, uh, you know, back before kind of the food cra- food truck craze took off, uh, we said, you know, wouldn't it be neat to do a food truck in a vintage camper? And we were like, yeah, and we, you know, started all these recipes and kind of trying to figure that out. And uh, then we realized that neither of us had any real cooking experience <laughs> or food service experience. So uh, we said, well, what, what, what can we do in a vintage camper that is, uh, you know, magical or whatever and i said well i always thought it was magical watching you know photos develop in the dark room and we said aha let's put a dark room in really? there.
2: So, <laughs> oh my
3: so yeah we we uh did that for a while and uh we we actually just earlier this year sold that camper to a couple in arkansas that mm-hmm. are going to have a digital photo booth in it
2: so you the, franchised Easton. already
3: uh <laughs> you know we, we sort of looked into doing that we had a person in um Springfield that was interested in that and uh that was right before the pandemic mm. took hold and that kind of put an end to that
2: well excellent so back on this camper mm-hmm. I look at well there's only one reality type show I look at and that's anything that's flipping mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and I know there's something out there about flipping campers I've seen that on tv so what went through your mind when you said okay this I take it it was rust bucket unless it was aluminum. Oh yeah. yeah. Mean, well, what, yeah, they're, how, how they're aluminum, th- but it was a disaster. Was it? Yeah. Tell us how how what gave you the inspiration to say yeah this is it.
3: Um, I I don't know. Uh, you know we were we we've always been self financed, so we've been able to kind of just do whatever we wanted, and we both. We're sort of nostalgia files. So, you know, we live in an old house, um, okay. uh, have old cars, you know, old cameras, all this stuff. And we're just like, oh, man, you know, old campers. They're just like so neat and that like family road trip kind of thing. Um, and so when Catherine got the idea that we should do a mobile business, um, we said, oh, we should do it in a vintage camper. Um, and it's like, well, you know, yeah, you can can go out and find really nice ones for you know 10 15 thousand dollars i mean even even back when we started like now you'll find junky ones for 10 or 15 thousand right <laughs> right rving is just going crazy uh-huh. um but uh so we went and found one for 500 dollars that uh was pretty gross and uh, <laughs> we just uh started working on it and you know we uh did some things right with the first one and we did some things not quite right with the first one and we've learned a lot over the way over the years and um now i'm uh i'm actually working on my fourth vintage camper right now and during the pandemic we started a a youtube channel which is now getting close to 2,000 subscribers uh where i just work on old campers so wow
2: (laughs) Nice. So give folks a visual. I know we're on audio. <laughs> audio. Um, give folks a visual what the camper looks like. I know they can go to your YouTube or um, whatever. But. Well,
3: our, um, our photo booth camper is, uh, you know, a lot of people call them canned hams. They, they kind of look like, you know, they're sort of oblong, egg-shaped. Okay. Um, you know, it's a 14-foot camper, so pretty small. Uh, I always joke I could tow it behind my bicycle if i needed to but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's maybe a little heavier than that um uh and you know yeah it's just a kind of an open box on the inside there's a Good. couple of counters and a bench for people to sit on and then there's a little tower that has all the uh photo booth equipment in it yeah we kind of decorate it inside hang a curtain up behind people get in hit the button take your picture. <laughs> Prints out of the window.
0: It's so fun. I've seen you like at several parties, mm, like yep. several like events and I love doing it. It's um, I've gone a couple times. Now, usually there's a long line
3: yeah, um,
0: and that's, you know, the downfall. But what I do is <laughs> you, I find someone, yeah not, <laughs> yeah, not, you know, not for you. Obviously you make it, it's a good thing for you, no. <laughs> but for me, so I have to like go find people to talk to, see if I can sneak in with them mm. and. Let's mm. Take a picture with them.
3: You know, we we've done pretty large events. Like we've done some events where there were you know ten thousand people out. We we did the um, uh, NCAA um, when when mm-hmm. they were in town okay. for the Final Four. Uh, we were out there all day, two days, and uh, probably the most photos we've ever taken. But uh, and you know, when we we started, <laughs> well, because we did so many different things. When we started doing the digital photo booth, one of the very first things we did uh this is actually you know to go back and clarify Mm -hmm. uh before we turned the camper into a digital photo booth we put a digital photo booth in the back of our tow vehicle which was a uh, 1988 jeep grand wagoneer and so it was in the tailgate so people would stand behind it and take photos so the so we did that, and we we're like, "Oh, I don't know, is this going to work?" So the very first event we did it with that was, of course, Zubilee, which has like ten thousand people at it. So right. we we're like, "Well, if it makes it through this, then it'll make it through anything." So, right. But yeah, we always have long lines at those big events, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. especially Zooli. Especially Zooli. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. How do people find out about you? Do they find out about you because they went to an event, or do you use social media? Tell us how you.
3: Met. Um, it's it's somewhat of both. Um, you know, I want to say. Like maybe thirty percent of people that contact us say they've either uh, through word of mouth or they saw us saw us at an event, um, and we also you know Catherine has a background in marketing, so like she does all the social media. You know the the way everything looks is because she's decided <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, because how it because of Catherine. To look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. she's she's really the I don't know motivation behind it.
1: Well,
0: thank you, Catherine. Uh, yep, this yep. looks amazing.
3: I couldn't do it without her. I'm, I'm, I'm not that good. My, I actually have a degree in painting, so there you go. Uh, I don't have any useful skills. But, um, but yeah, so she does all the social media, and a lot of people do see us on social media. Um, she, she's pretty good at uh, knowing the things to share that are going to grab people's attention, and, and uh, she does an amazing job of it. What are you but, guys
0: on? Instagram?
3: Uh, Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, I think we're on Twitter. We don't really use the Twitter. doesn't make a whole lot of sense for us, but uh, mostly Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and YouTube.
3: And YouTube, yeah. Yep. Uh, the YouTube channel, uh, Trailer Trash to Treasure. Uh, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yep. That was another one of her uh, marketing ideas. Wow. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, so we, we actually do talk about our business on the YouTube channel, and uh, we did a photo booth giveaway on there as well. So it, it all kind of ties in, um, and the the YouTube channel is, um, like I said, it's it's getting close to 2,000 subscribers now, uh, but it gets thousands of views, I don't know, every day, every week. I, I'm not sure where we're at with it right now, but so we're kind of figuring out ways to use that for our business. Um, So
2: besides the trailer, Mm -hmm. what
3: differentiates you
2: from your competitors? Or do you have competitors in your space?
3: Yeah, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but there are a lot of photo booth companies around Wichita. A lot of uh, DJs have bought photo booths uh, in the wedding industry. So sometimes you get... Um, like a DJ that will have a photo booth as a service. But then there are also a few of Mm -hmm. us like us uh, where all we do is photo booths. And um, uh, so when we started, there were several in Wichita and we said, well, we want to kind of position ourselves at the high end of that. And so we're going to, you know, do a little more uh, of a marketing push. We're going to do a little better with our, or we're going to do a little more contemporary kind of design work for uh, like all of our photo layouts and things like that, um, and and we're going to pay attention to all of the little details, like how the how the cords are concealed on the photo booths. We're gonna you know make sure that we fit in more with uh, you know wedding decor and and fit the space better and um, uh, kind of approach it as a higher end alternative to what was uh, already available. Wow,
2: I can't imagine a DJ wanting to mess around with pictures when you're trying to be in your groove i don't i don't don't get it i'd rather contract
3: that out like (laughs) like like it's always nice to be able to add additional services yeah but you know you know i always kind of joke around and say yeah you know hey do you want your photo booth to be your dj i mean i i can show up with an ipod (laughs) yeah exactly i I, I don't think i'm going to do a great job so you exactly leave it to someone who you know specifically does that stay in your lane exactly <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> that's what, just, you, that that's just what came you need out. to tell him all right on. stay out. in your <laughs> lane homie many- <laughs> i mean we we do work with a lot of djs and some of them have um some kind of a nice nice equipment and um yeah if you get a package deal you know i'm you know save some money here and there you know spread the wealth yep, say. yep but, but um, we're happy to do it alone is this scalable i mean i did you say it, well, let me back up did you say you had
2: four trailers
3: yeah. Um, I have four, well, I had four trailers. We sold the first one that we had okay. because it was like a 18 foot trailer, and that's really way longer than you need to put a photo booth in. Yeah. I mean, putting a dark room in it, you gotta have room for all that. Right. but obviously digitally, you don't need a dark room. Uh, so we sold that one and now I have three trailers. Uh, The only one of them is a photo booth right now. Another one we've been kind of trying to use for either uh, elopement sessions or um, to rent it out as like a photo prop. We just did a photo shoot with it uh, last Sunday. And then the other one is the one I'm working on right now on our YouTube channel. And it's just going to be a camper again and then we'll probably sell it. But um, the... Where was I go, oh, yeah. Uh, But then we've got three other, well, I've got a bunch of different indoor photo booths that are not in campers. It's just, you know, you have an event in a space and we bring a photo booth inside and set it up. Uh, And so I've got, um, I guess technically I have six. Wow. But I only do three at a time because it becomes just too much for me to manage. Mm Excellent. And
2: one more question. Um, what's an elopement session?
3: <laughs> okay, an elopement <laughs> session. So one thing that kind of became, uh, I mean, had been popular for several years was uh, people eloping and having a um, real small, you know, wedding ceremony like them and maybe maybe 10 guests at, um, you know, almost like kind of a destination sort of thing, like go out in the Uh, country or the wilderness and, you know, take some photos and get married and, you know, pop some champagne and away you go. Um, And good friends of ours are elopement photographers out in, uh, well, they're out in Washington now, but they travel around in a van and um, uh, take people's photos. Uh, So during the pandemic, that became a little more popular because people weren't able to have, you know, big weddings. And so we said, okay, so we've got this camper. We could tow it out on someone's ranch or some land somewhere. Um, you know, we could provide um, a place to change and get ready and, uh, you know, a place to take some photos and you get married with a camper. So Wow. Uh, we haven't done one of those yet. <laughs> okay. Because kind of what happened is we got all that ready to go and then they started having events again. So oh. it's sort of, eh, we'll see. But that's still an offer if anybody out there... Open uh, session. That's outside yep. the box. Yep. Eat.
0: I like it. You know, that's what I really like about this podcast is because we have an opportunity to interview business owners that represent uh, diversity in industry. Mm. And this certainly... Uh, hits that spot, <laughs> and I, I I just think it's pretty dope. Well, let's talk a little bit about how you set goals for the business. Kay. Tell us what your strategy is as you begin to set goals. I know that we just came off of uh, 2020, and you began reevaluating and thinking of new ways, like the elopement. Mm. Yeah. Um, what other things have you done to uh, set goals and, and pivot?
3: Um, you know, we we spent a lot of time during the pandemic, kind of. Thinking about ways to remain relevant, and um, because obviously people weren't having events, and if we're not having events, you know, then we're not doing anything at all. You know, the thing with us is where we've always been self-financed, we've always just kind of done what we wanted, which is sometimes kind of difficult to set a goal when you're just like, I don't know, I'll do whatever I want. But this last year, where a number of different funding opportunities became available from, um, you know, the PPP loans, we got a Mm -hmm. Spark grant, uh, we were able to really kind of think, okay, so we've got all this extra money to use, and we can kind of do some things that we didn't necessarily think we'd be able to afford, so... as as setting a goal for that we sat down with like a spreadsheet and said okay let's let's think how much money we can allot to different things and so we thought about um well you know doing the camper was one thing um you know we we had considered uh opening up to like more traditional kind of event photography services again if people aren't having events though that didn't work Mm -hmm. um so it was a lot of just uh Catherine and myself kind of sitting down and looking at what the options were. And then once we found one of those that uh, seemed actionable, <laughs> it was just kind of go for it. And every day you get up and you do part of it. The The YouTube channel's been really interesting because, of course, you have to... We, we have episodes that come out every Sunday, so we have to have, uh, you know, content, content for <laughs> yeah. every mm-hmm. one of those. Uh, so it kind of organizes itself in a way. Um And we decided, you know, we were staying at home, so and we weren't doing events, so we could, since we had this, like, um, you know, our business already had a camper, and we always get people that stopped and talked to us about it. We said, okay, well, if people are interested in campers, I'll just show them how I work on one of these. So we started rebuilding that one, and then there's kind of an order in which you should work on one of those. So that organized all the videos, and then uh, the videos kind of, ordered everything that we did every week. So while I was doing that, Catherine was editing the videos. She does all the editing for it. Um, And uh, um, so that kind of all falls into place and keeps that running. And then our, um, you know, when it came to doing our business stuff, which was last year decidedly less busy, um, we were able to kind of do that in between everything else. I don't know if that really answers no yeah that
0: was that was perfect i appreciate that ladies and gentlemen we are here with conan fugit from lamp house photo booth and we're talking to him about his success story um right now we're going to hear from our sponsors but we'll be back
1: severe weather whether it's hail wind rain or snow storms can cause damages inconveniences and sometimes even power outages At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address.
0: Hello, friends. We are back. We're here with Conan Fugit with Lamp House Photo Booth, and we're having a wonderful conversation. Conan was just talking to us about um, so how he, you know, he's been successful in business. But I'm curious, and I'm certain the listeners are, what resources have really helped you achieve your success?
3: Um, I mean, in the, in the last year, it was really helpful to get some of the Grant money, um, the PPP loans. It was kind of a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, some of the early loans and stuff, you know, the money became available and they said, oh, just apply, just apply, just apply. And we didn't really understand what we were applying for and how much we could apply for. Right, right. And that changed later on and, you know, we got better at it. But having some of that cash was handy to um, not only to pay our employees, but to keep thinking about the future and and being mm-hmm. able to uh, kind of add more services and uh, think about what we currently had and and spend the money to refine what we offered so that it would be easier on both us and our employees uh, to set up things and to go back to work when we eventually did, which we are now. Um, awesome. But, you know, th- some people, when it, when it comes to, like, the camper stuff, some people always ask me, you know, like, well, how did you learn how to do this? Well, uh, YouTube University. You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> Watch what everybody else does and figure it out
0: so glad we had uh, those resources available to you so that you could continue with your business continue yeah. to grow and spark innovative ideas mm-hmm. and to keep your employees because that's you know that's huge
3: you know we we had gotten to where we had about seven employees before everything started and we kept them through <laughs> most of the pandemic and we were able to pay them even though we weren't really doing anything uh, and so I was glad that we were able to you know, contribute to them in some way and, and, you know, help them out.
0: Now I have to ask you this. What keeps you up at night?
3: <laughs> I I sleep pretty well at night. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm too tired to, to worry too much about things. I mean, that's not true. I You know, uh, I I tend to be a bit of a warrior, wor- wor- worrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, part of it is if I don't have a solution to a problem, I I sit there and mull it over and mull it over and mull it over until I have a solution for it. And sometimes that's you know planning for you know inevitable equipment failure or something like that and and you know I'm like okay well what is my backup in in this situation? How would I fix this? What would I and um you know once I get a solution then I can I can rest easy. Uh but honestly I mean we're a photo booth company. We don't have a whole lot to worry about.
2: Um, you had mentioned earlier, and you may be the first one who admitted to being self-funded. Mm-hmm. How how does that work? And do you ever foresee scaling up where you're going to have to get additional funds outside of PPP and all that, like yes. an SBA or a commercial loan? Do you ever see yourself scaling up to having to do that? Or?
3: um we we spent, uh, like, 2019 was our biggest year, and um, 2020 started off, like, like we, we said, wow, that was busy, and then we set our goals for 2020, and uh, we, there was our, like, realistic goal and then our stretch goal, <clears throat> and um, January and February of 2020, we were exceeding our stretch goal, so wow. uh, we were like, oh, wow, we can really grow this, so. Um, but 2019, we had spent uh, some time with an advisor to kind of decide whether we could... Well, we decided against franchising, but we were working toward uh, licensing our company to okay. other people that wanted to start photo booths outside of uh, the area. And um, so we spent a lot of time on that, and then everything just came to a halt. Um, but we, in order to do that, we were considering, yeah... SBA loans and, okay. and you know, things like that to try and, because that was really going to take a lot of effort to get that out there and promote it and probably go to some trade shows. Um, there, there's actually a really big photo booth trade show in Las Vegas every year. Well, I don't think it happened last year, but um, normally there is. Um, and people go and, you know, set up booths and stuff like that. And so you can see what's going on in the industry. And we we were planning on, yeah, taking maybe a loan to go and do all that stuff and really make a push. And then, you know, you kind of reevaluate things when you don't work for a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I for don't real. know if we're actually going to pursue that um, into the future. Um, seemed like a good idea at the time. You've been in Wichita all your life. <clears throat> yep. Uh, tell us
2: about doing business here. What's the good, bad, and ugly
3: about um, business? You know, I've always said in Wichita um, – there is a real interesting entrepreneurial experience in that uh, people generally aren't afraid to try something. And I believe the reason why people aren't afraid to try something is because the barrier to entry is pretty low. And, you know, so like, you know, real estate is pretty low. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are willing to work with you and and a lot of, you know, um, Sort of general goodwill towards people starting their own business or um, deciding to do something out of the ordinary to make money, and um, you know, if you do fail, which a lot of us you know do, uh, you know, it's easy to pick up and do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that's I think that's what's generally good about Wichita. Um, you know, if you want to do something, just go ahead and do it. People will help you, you know, start small, grow from there. It's, it's entirely doable for anybody. Um, I think what's unfortunate about Wichita though, is that there's kind of a general perception that like, um, cause I know one of the things that we get, and I, I think part of this is because our marketing is, uh, so on point, um, credit to Catherine again, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people say say to us they'll see us at an event and they'll start talking to us and they go so are you are you from here or are you from Kansas City or are you from you know outside of which mm-hmm. are you a national company and it's like folks why do you think that you know, something like this can't be homegrown. Right. Like, right. like right. we, you know, we absolutely have all the talent to do this here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't put yourselves down. Don't, don't preach, think that You can't do preach. this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, that, <laughs> that's to me, that, that's the one unfortunate thing. And I don't understand why people have that um, sort of self deprecate. Well, I guess it's because we're from the Midwest. We all have this self deprecating, uh, you know, Oh, shucks me. I, oh, yeah. you know,
2: but um, one more question. You know. What can a chamber do or what has the chamber done to help you and
3: other businesses? Um, I think it's really uh, nice the way the chamber has connected all these, you know, different businesses together. Um, You know, like like we do a photo booth company and, you know, people tend to think like, oh, well you do weddings and stuff, but we we have tons of corporate relationships uh, across Wichita. And so I think the chamber, uh, you know, having all those relationships and kind of putting everything out there on the table. um, I think it's really nice to um, have an organization that does that and brings all of those together. Cause um, yeah, it's, it's surprising the connections you make when uh, you don't necessarily think that you're going to be doing that. I know there's been several events I've been at um, and I say to Catherine, I'm like, can you believe that we're here? Like we just, <laughs> when we started the photo booth company, nice. did we think that we would be, um, you know, surrounded by these people in this location doing this thing? So, yeah, it's it's surprising and it's, it's nice to, um, yeah, make those connections.
0: I'm curious, do you only serve uh, the greater Wichita area?
3: Uh, that's mostly where we're at because it's kind of difficult for us to schedule things outside of town um, when – when we, you know we we might have a full schedule of events here and you know leaving and going somewhere else to do something else makes it kind of difficult but um we do do events in Kansas City um we had an event this last weekend in Hutchinson um and a lot of events have of course moved outside of Wichita to you know areas a little around here where uh sort of the event restrictions weren't as stringent mm-hmm. um so we've had to kind of broaden our area of operations in the last uh, six months or so. But um, but yeah, we, we do events in Kansas City, um, Dodge City. Uh, that's about as far as we've gone. Although when we very first started doing our Wagoneer photo booth, uh, we got a call from someone at Yellowstone Club in Wyoming. Oh, wow. Which is kind of a private community. I I understand, oh shoot, I'm going to forget his name. Uh, Affleck, Ben Affleck uh, has a house there. So it's very kind of, affluent but we got a call from them to see if we would come out there for it and i was like i don't know if the jeep will drive that far. <laughs> i mean it's old but i was uh, gonna
2: Yeah, that. so uh,
3: unfortunately uh, we we fun. didn't wind up doing that um you know it got to be where like i you know i don't really know what this will you know, yes, I wanted to. It's so bad, but right. I don't mm-hmm. know what this will add to our business. Right. So. Got it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, tell me, uh, where do you see the organization in five years from now?
3: Oh man, uh, going to Wyoming. Going to Wyoming. <laughs> uh, taking a vacation. Uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's kind of hard to say because we, you know, we we focus mostly on you know the year that we're in and maybe the next year. Um, you know, five years ago. I didn't really think that I would be doing this Mm -hmm. full-time, and I didn't think Catherine and I would both be able to do this full-time. Wow. Uh, So it's it's exceeded my expectations every year. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I I, understand. I hope. um, I don't know. (laughs) It's it's so hard to say. You know, this last year has taught us, you know, if anything, you know, don't – don't plan on things staying the same, and you know when change happens, you got to roll with it, and uh, um, yeah, just see where it takes you. So
0: that those are great words of advice. Um, <laughs> on that line, what's the best advice you've received from someone?
3: You know, we like, like I said, we were talking to a, um, a business consultant about licensing our company, and. Um, I think one of the best things that came out of that was the emphasis on while well, while the government may not value your time, you certainly should. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh when you're billing for something, you know, if that job is going to take you away from your family and away from things that you want to be doing, then you need to bill for that. And um it's it's always been hard for us because we tend to be uh, overachievers, so you know if someone asks us to do something, we want to just like pour ourselves into it a hundred and twenty percent and and just uh, go, 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 and then like, okay, well, I'm not going to charge you for it because I just did it myself so, you know. uh-huh. Uh-huh. but um so kind of learning to do that um, and and learning to set aside time for family and time for work and and kind of strike a better balance, which is always a struggle.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that.
3: Yep. Excellent. Well, we're about ready to wrap
2: up. Uh, we got the fun part. You've had to deal it, Ebony. That's cool. Oh, now wow. <laughs> it's time to do some word association. Oh, okay. Rapid fire, and there's no wrong answer because it's your answer. Mm. But uh, just one word, please. Here we go. Leader. Catherine. <laughs> no,
0: that, good answer.
3: That was, Catherine pretty, from that was
2: pretty
0: good.
3: <laughs> that was pretty good. What you talk? Entrepreneurs.
2: You took my word. I had entrepreneur next. Okay, oh. <laughs> Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh awesome. Chamber. Uh, hmm. Boss. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Beverage, coffee, and mm-hmm. fun events. He would say
0: that. Yes, of course. Wrap it up, <laughs> E. <laughs> My, why Why don't I ever get to do a word association? So ask me some questions. You, no. I don't want to answer. Well, friends, our time has come to an end of another fun podcast with Lamp House Photo Booth. Conan, we really, really appreciate you coming in and having the conversation with us and sharing a little bit about your business. Thank you yeah. for being here.
3: Well, thank you for having me. It was uh, really a pretty fun time.
0: Yay. I'm so <laughs> glad. Well, friends, make sure that you like and subscribe, make sure that you share with your friends and your network, and we will see you again.
2: Peace.
1: The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.